It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, so what is this called then? Like This is just like a World Cup match week one conversation, I guess. Man. All right. <laughs> I'm not I'm I'm not rolling but I'm but I'm rolling. So Okay. All right. Um this is the Talking Tactics podcast. My name's Daniel. I'm Double H. Yeah, man. We do this every Tuesday. Remember to leave five-star reviews on iTunes. Um and we'll read them on the show. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Daniel to look. Half Hope is at uh, Half Hope Hot. Half Hope Hot. And Carl was on the Totally Football show today, yesterday, whenever you're listening to this. So Yeah, man. Well done, man. Yeah. yeah. Big- yeah, man, make a big move. Make congrats, a big... congrats. Yeah, man. So go go check that out. I'll retweet it or whatever. It'll be on our page somewhere. Um, so where do you want to start? Actually, this this is where we're gonna start with this World Cup discussion. Let's 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 start with England. Um, so you watched the the England Tunisia game with uh, the Better Boys. How did that go? No, it was interesting. A lot of discussion on um whether Henderson is better than Pogba. So Drifty said some shocking things there. Um, but yeah, just looking at the England team and just you know assessing what their chances are, and I don't know, man. I think this England, this England team are not sniffing a, a World Cup, but with a natural goal scorer in your team, and with the likes of Rashford and Loftus Cheek, things can happen for this team. Things can happen for this team. I know you've always talked about you know Harry Kane needs to do it on the World Cup stage. He needs to do it in the Champions League, and I'll label him world class. Are we at that point yet to where you actually believe scoring yeah, two I mean, goals? I mean, probably, 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 probably. Okay. Most, um, most likely, most likely. It was a good game, wasn't it? Did you enjoy it? No, 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 no. It was a good game. It was a, a, a good game. Better better than that's trashed by the um, super losers. <laughs> so, and, I, and also, just to let you know that I'm not discussing them on this podcast. so I, I was going to have at the end maybe just a general discussion nah, about nah, nah, African nah. nations in general who have not okay, done okay, okay, maybe, okay, Yeah, like we can talk about right. African... Look, I don't think an African <laughs> nation is big this through the groups, but, <laughs> we, but I, I think it's going to be get there. one we'll get big there. We'll fat get there. L. We'll get there, man. We'll get there, man. It's, it's, it's depressing at the moment, but we got Senegal today. I mean, should I induct the continent? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe. Um, so yeah. Oh, but just I also wanted to thank everybody who was on our big World Cup project from all the groups, everybody that listened to that project that we did. Just shout out to everybody who listened, everybody that helped make it. Yeah. Um, very, very much appreciated. Um, so if you haven't listened to those group previews, go back and listen to them if you're in, if you're so inclined. But uh, you know what? I was speaking about good games. Maybe we shouldn't have even started out with the game. This tournament started out really well. I mean, just in general, we might not have to nail it down to a specific game, but I think this tournament has been really, really good outside of, you know, Nigeria, Croatia, which we don't have to No, 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 no. Literally, like, that's been the worst game. That every other game I think that has either been really good or really interesting or just, you know, all right. I mean, even the Sweden-South Korea game, yeah, it was all right. So literally, the only bad game was that Croatia-Nigeria game. But no, look, it's... At the moment right now, because that's why I think maybe it's it has peaked. Maybe it's already peaked. You know, like I think Spain, Portugal, that may be the peak. But who knows? I mean, if this if this tournament can get even better, then we're talking about one of the best walkers. But so right now, it is still behind 2014 and 1994. But it has already surpassed 2010, which was complete and utter garbage. So. <laughs> I, I I put that in the group chat, and I, I think it's probably true. Like you know what? It, maybe the football hasn't been like incredible football but just the the moments the the late winners yeah um there's been goals in the just like the first five games other than the russia one you've, you've got the cristiano narrative you've got the messi narrative you've got spain's reaction to the whole lopetigi sacking Jose, i mean you've got iceland drawing with flipping thing you've got a film director saving a penalty from messi Pogba's goal that wasn't it was a, it was our own goal but that was a late winner for France. So, we have we have Uruguay beating um, Egypt with a late winner. We have the Morocco own goal that Iran gets the three points from. It's been a really really I mean the as I said the football hasn't been tremendous other than maybe mm-hmm. outside of Spain Portugal but just the mm-hmm. moments and the storylines that go into each group folding out. Obviously Mexico Germany we're gonna get there but. You, you mentioned something I wanted to talk about. <laughs> this is going to be all over the place, guys. Um, it's late. So Portugal-Spain, that is going to be the best game of the tournament, and it happened too soon. And the reason I'm saying it's going to be the best game of the tournament is teams of that caliber, maybe outside of England-Belgium, but you know that's to be argued, Spain-Portugal meeting in their first group game means they there's pressure, obviously. Mm. But when you get to a quarterfinal, semifinal, final, even round of 16, there's going to be an added amount of pressure. Like, you lose this, you go home. Yeah, yeah, there's more which, caution. Which, exactly, there's going to be more caution. Where, whereas your first group match, you know you still have two games against generally easier opponents. So you can play this game a little bit more open, a little bit more free. And that should, in essence, lead to a better game, which is why after the 3-3 happened, Ronaldo scored his free kick, all that stuff. I was like, yo, <laughs> I think the thing's peaked. After like four matches, which is not really mm. what you want, but that game was—it's a classic game. People are gonna w- go back and I'm, watch I'm, that I'm, game thirty years from now and be like, "Yo, this is a really, really good game of football." No, no, you see, that's where I slightly disagree. Okay, I think it's a classic, but not a classic in the way that people are saying it's a classic. I think it's a classic based on, I mean, say how Spain played and what Cristiano did. Portugal were not very good. <laughs> True, so true, it's like for, it's like for me like the Italy Germany game for me is still the best game I've ever seen. Like Italy Germany game that is an um, was an amazing football match because you had both teams who were both creating chances and were going end to end. Portugal got completely and totally outplayed in the second half, completely. Like Spain gave them a footballing lesson in that second half. It was a, a total mismatch. It's just 
what happened because Spain played so well, but still Cristiano got a hat-trick and was able to get goals at the very end. So I just think it was a classic based on just the things that happened in the game, but not a classic based on the football played by both teams because Portugal were not very good. Why didn't you stop Ronaldo? I thought your plan was to go to Russia and stop these kinds of things from happening. No, no, I said if he makes a final, then, <laughs> then, then, then I leave my house like how Le- LeBron left the press conference. <laughs> <laughs> that was a classic performance. I mean, from I mean, I I see your point, but I just think people are gonna look back and think about that game. Just yo, how many goals? Okay, so it was Ronaldo and then Costa, Costa scored. then equalized, then, then De Gea with up. a howler upon howlers, mm-hmm. and then Costa then made it two two, and then, then Nacho goal of the tournament so far. Mertens, you know, we were having this discussion. I'll have a discussion with the banter guys. The Check. Mertens one is really good, but I've seen that goal before. The technique on Nacho was insane. If you look at that Nacho goal again, look at the kind, look at the way he strikes the ball, and the ball literally has like a backspin, hitting one post. I don't know. Basically, that Nacho goal is a very rare goal to see. I've seen that Mertens goal. You see that in, it's still it's still very it's still amazing, but you see that often. That Nacho goal was special. Like when I saw the Mertens goal, I was like, wow, man, that's a really good goal. When I saw the natural goal, I was like, what the hell? So my reaction to the natural goal was a lot more extreme than the Mertens goal. Even though Portugal didn't play well, when Spain went up 3-2, I, I put it in our group chat because I kind of expected it. But were you feeling a 3-3 was coming? No. I See, see, I felt the 3-3 was coming, if only for the narrative of the of the game. Like, as, as soon as I think it was PK who fouled Ronaldo, which was a stupid foul. Oh, yeah. You, you don't need to found it. But as soon as that happened and we saw Ronaldo kind of pull up the shorts, go through his breathing routines, I was like, okay, this is going to be a 3-3. No, 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 no. no but, but you know what? I, no, but for me, I thought the narrative would be, which is what I said before that everybody said that Spain would be messed up. They would not be very good. I thought that the narrative would be Spain win that game 3-2 and they then put everybody on notice. And then it's like, nah, man. This whole Lopetegui thing did not affect us at all. Like, I thought Cristiano would, would miss. So, you know, that was his 44th <laughs> free kick. <laughs> no, no, it was, it, that was, he's taken 45 free kicks, I think, in major tournaments is the stat. Yeah. And that was the one he made. So he'd missed his 44 previous. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> I, I do like that narrative, though. And I think, you know, maybe in episode 101, we can talk more about how the whole Real Madrid situation happened and this and that. But um, Spain, I think they've played the best football so far taking into account the, the level of opposition. Obviously, we have Belgium 3-0. Um, that's a great game, but you play Panama. You get 3-3, and the way they went about getting those three goals and the way they, you know, it was it was it it would have been so easy for them, as you say, as soon as Nacho gives the penalty to Ronaldo, here we go. Like, Loptigi sacked. This is the time where Spain mess up. It's, you know, Netherlands 5, Spain 1 all over again. Like, you know, there's they're in turmoil. But the way they bounce back to get 3-2, I feel like they played really, really well. And they've impressed me the most out of any team, despite drawing. The, the team that has impressed me the most, that I still feel can get better, is Brazil. For me, like, even if they drew, and even if I think they can get better, and if, if they showed me nothing that says I can win, it's like, the way Brazil were playing, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, these guys are playing on a whole other level now. Like, just the movements that they were doing. Obviously, like, I think maybe it's, it's a preference thing. I think Spain played amazing but for me Spain is like the epitome of European football mm. which is very very pass-based I think the epitome in my opinion of football just in total is what Brazil do obviously they've not reached the heights of what 
the guys in 1970 or 1980 or 2002 did, but there were glimmers of that where like, look, man, how do you defend that? Because guys are just moving everywhere. Marcelo was pretty much a striker. There's no strategy, but there's a strategy that only they as Brazilians really understand. But again, it's like, I don't see any personalities. Like, this World Cup has shown that anybody can win this. It's open. Within reason. Has any team really put the fear into anyone? As good as Spain played against a Portugal side that didn't play well, it was still 3-3. Russia so far, they had the 5-0, yeah. yeah. but that's against Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia have been inducted. Their <laughs> federation has been inducted. Okay, Their what? badge is in, is in Class B, so come on. Watch yourself. Yeah, I don't think those are, that's the country you want enemies with. Yeah, yeah, true. Okay, you know, <laughs> Saudi Arabia are nice. Thank you. If we look at Group B, as I say, Spain's played well. Group C, is that France's group? I mean, France, they they weren't convincing either, but but the thing I like about France, and you can maybe argue this with England to a point, I like teams that win ugly to start because you you, you don't want to start out with 7-0 against Australia and then it's all downhill from there, basically. You, can, you want to slowly build into the tournament. So for Deschamps to have something that, look, we need to improve here, we need to improve there, we need to improve here, but then you also have the three points in your back pocket. Mm. That's critically important. That the coach has something to look. We need to play way better. Yeah, but man, I don't know France. I don't. I don't see anything there that really, you know, makes me jump up or jump up and down. Really, you know, their their fullback situation is so weird. They're playing Pavard and Hernandez. Apparently, there's injuries or question marks around Sidibe and Mendy. But I feel like if you put those two players in the team. You, you would see an, an, an attacking improvement. Um, and their midfield is... I mean, is it is it so hard? Like, if the whole world knows, you play in Zanzi as a DM, you play Conte as the box-to-box, box, and you let Pogba play in some version of a number 10 and let him link with Griezmann, with Dembele, with... Who's the other one? Mbappe. Mm. Why is, why is Tolisso starting? Of all the midfielders Man, in France... So, like, Tolisso? why do you... So basically, Rabiot should be that role. Like Rabio, that's what what he's getting to listen to. This what Rabio should be doing, and if Rabio has that role of just being the guy who gets the midfield going, it frees off Pogba to be more attacking. You see now, I wanted Dimitri Payet in this team. It's so unfortunate that injury that happened because mm. if, if if you remember back to the Euros, as I'll keep saying, he was their best player up until the semi-final and final when Griezmann kind of took over because mm. he was that link. The guy that, hey, we give him the ball, something good will happen. It wasn't oh, Pogba, yeah, yeah. it wasn't Matuidi, it wasn't Kante, it wasn't Griezmann, it was Payet. He has that mentality of, all right, I'll do it. They don't have that. Pogba, it's there in spaces, but it's not there for the whole game, which is annoying. Um, Yeah, I, I don't want to get stuck on that. Obviously, well, one, one more point. How do you feel about Giroud kind of needing to start, in a way, to give them yeah, a focal no, no, point? He, has to. He, he, he's, he doesn't have to start based on how amazing he is. He has to start based on the team to function well mm. like i think it depends on the opposition i think against an opposition that gives france space then maybe the dembele umbape griezmann thing would work but against a team that knows how to defend and is a bit deeper but is more physical in defense you need Giroud's presence there just to make umbape and griezmann more effective because if you remember griezmann these are three pretty small guys and at one point they were actually crossing the ball to griezmann <laughs> how are you crossing the ball to griezmann so like, it's like what the I hell like, gonna, i mean i, I I was, I, I, the, the the game was one of those early games, and I put the TV on. In well, no, first you just see a massive yellow in the middle of the field. You're like, okay, I, I clearly see what Australia is trying to do. They're not trying to get beat through the middle. So then the ball's going out wide. Pavard's getting his touches. Hernandez is getting his touches, and they're crossing the ball into Griezmann, 
to Mbappe to Debele. I'm like crazy. These guys are like five foot eight, maybe. You have a, a guy who it, it just gives you more options, I guess, but I don't want to get stuck on France either. Hmm. Um <laughs> second best game of the tournament, in my opinion, would have to be Mexico, Germany. Right. Um I, I remember in our preview we said that Mexico was always a fun team to watch. They're just re- super entertaining and all that. Did you see this in any way? Uh, no, 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 no. No, I mean nobody it's... saw this coming. I mean, I was that's kind of a test question because if you said yeah, I'd be like, you like. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, listen, no, look, nobody could have seen this coming because it's like at the end of the day, even if I still feel like if Germany are missing Bart Simpson, Schweinsteiger, and closer, because a lot of Mexicans have said this isn't really Mexico's strongest team. They've had a much stronger teams b- before. So the fact that it's not one of Mexico's strongest team and it's still the defending champions with a lot of good new young guys in the team, you wouldn't think that Mexico would come would would beat them or even get a draw. No, no, Germany can win this. But I think Kadira is too old. Kadira is too old. And I think the Sane thing, that's irrelevant. Like Sane being in the team wouldn't have helped Germany win the game. What Germany's issue was was Kadira is too old. And they just messed up their balance of defense and attack, and Mexico ex- exploited that. Like they, like Mexico should have won by three or four goals because they had three, four, um, like literally amazing opportunities. So, I mean, it wasn't even three or four. I thought it was more like uh, just chances to counterattack. It was like nine, ten. Like oh, no, it, no, no, it, no, no. it, it mean, felt like every like, five minutes. Yeah, amazing they chances. Do... But like, you know, you should like literally. There was one in the second half where. You square that properly, you're literally staring at Noya's face. You know, so yeah, I mean, uh, Hernandez and I think his name was Layun. They yeah. were hella sloppy. Oh, um, very sloppy. Like Layun should have buried that, that shot that they had in the second half. Germany, it's it's a weird one. I think there's the stat that it was France in '98 and then Italy in 2006. They won, and then they didn't get to the knockout rounds, and then Spain won in 2010. And then they, did, they didn't get to the knockout rounds in, in 2014. So this could be kind of a a, a trend, a pattern, perhaps. Like, where... Come on. So you're saying Germany can't beat Sweden and South Korea? Come on. For me, that would be a greater shock. If Germany can't beat Sweden and South Korea, who I feel they are the two weakest teams in this thing, then, I mean, that would really... Because remember, like, Spain did have Chile and Holland. Holland were looking for revenge, and Chile, that was a very good Chile team. Italy, okay, was a bit weird, but remember, Costa Rica got to the quarterfinals, and it is still Uruguay. So Germany I, have a much easier group than Spain than what Spain and Italy had. So thinking about it more, I expect Germany to get six points. I'd probably expect Mexico to get seven. But then, as as you mentioned, Brazil. If Brazil win their group and Germany finish second, which is more there likely now than ever, there we go. That round there of sixteen go. matchup <laughs> rears its head, doesn't it? And Look, it's, man, it's, 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 that's why. That's why Mexico. All you need to do is just win those two games. <laughs> just find a way of winning those two games, which you should no, be able just, to. Just don't lose. Germany are screwed. You, you want to talk more about Brazil? Like this whole Neymar thing. Like he's falling down yeah, too yeah, much. No, 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 like, I think. Look, man. Uh, this is what I was saying. I was trying to explain to guys. Neymar is the guy, but he isn't the, the guy. What does that know? mean? He's the guy in a sense of, of course, he's the most talented and he's the game changer. Mm-hmm. But he's in the guy be- because I don't think he is of the same character, mentality, and ilk of Ronaldo, Rivaldo, Ronaldinho. Like, when you saw Ronaldo and Rivaldo, they instilled fear in the opposition. I don't think Neymar instills fear. I think people respect that he's talented, but there's a way to stop him. Ronaldo was built like a truck and he could dribble your face off. So, 
you can try and be rough with Ronaldo. It's not going to work. You can pull it and everything. The, the guy had the guy was strong and tough. Rivaldo was strong and tough. So when, when, I, I, mean, when I look at Neymar, even when I look at the Brazil team, I see kids. <laughs> I see kids. And, and, and look, man, I've, I've got to say again, man, I know it may, it may sound rude, but sorry. If, sorry if I offend anyone. William committed an abortion on that dude, man. <laughs> that was an... In- I, he cleaned that dude. I just, I just want to say that. That dribble, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, Do you know, yeah. you, know, you know, he was high, I think, off seeing that Coutinho strike. Oh, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sure, right sure, after, because sure. it felt like if they got the 2 0, that the score was going to go 4 6. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was yeah. just going to explode, but they, but they Once never they did that second. Goal. And then it was like, okay, Switzerland, you're still in the game. But for me, I think I look at that Brazil team and I'm like, I look at Jesus, I look at Coutinho, I'm like, they're kids. I don't think these basically I don't see that team and say, all right, these guys can win a World Cup. Man, no. <laughs> I mean it's kind of ironic. Well, maybe not ironic, but it's unfortunate in a sense if you're Brazilian. You know, you they're missing the Spanish striker who was born in Brazil. If they had Diego Costa in that team, you see he easily win the World Cup because that's the dude that has the character that like, all right, <laughs> I'm, oh, no, 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 yeah, for sure. I no, am ready to battle the world. And then you mix no, no, that but, with the but, flair of William with where was Douglas Costa? You mix it yeah, with, no, no, look, with I, Neymar. I, I mean, that would no, be no, a formidable no, squad. About Costa, though, I'm not sure whether he's he would fit into this Brazil team. I think he, he would. Very, he's not a typical Brazil striker. But do you know how good Costa's first goal was? That's Brazilian. That's the thing. It's like, he that's, made that, that's why Spain are cheating. That's not <laughs> a Spanish goal. That's a Brazilian goal. I mean, it was, it, could... it, it, was, it was a long ball. Takes one touch. Boom. Takes another one. Boom. And then he opens it up again, bottom corner. Nothing uh, Patricio could do about it. Who's going to and, move about and, it? And, and Conte sold him over a text message. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about club football, man. I'm No, just <laughs> not, not here, not today. No, no, no. Uh, no, no. But yeah, man, I, 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 think, I think Brazil will be all right. Plus, I mean, who are the other teams? They have to play Costa Rica. And Serbia. Serbia yeah. didn't look half bad, by the way. You know what? I'm calling it Serbia making the quarterfinals. I'm saying that right now. Putting it out there. Did you see Matic at the end of the game? Just lost his mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what happened with him? I don't know. This One of the coaches for... Costa Rica. Co- yeah, Costa Rica. One of the coaches, I think, for Costa Rica had the ball. And Matic yeah, yeah, just yeah, swiped it. it. Yeah, yeah, and I then it just it. started yeah, yeah. A, a touchline kind of brawl. Or not really brawl, but just like a... a is it isn't that a podcast? I, I didn't want to say touchline fracas because I, I think that's somebody's <laughs> that's somebody's brand. But yeah, oh. I thought Serbia played well. The free kick from uh Kolarov. Yeah, man. That that's a contender for goal now. No, no, look for, for me it's between natural and uh, Mertens, but for me, natural look for me and I will say cost basically. I think the three best goals have been natural, Mertens, and, and and Costa. So wait, wait. Look, man, in that Spain-Portugal game, you had three quality goals. <laughs> the free kick, the Costa goal, and the natural goal. Yeah, man. I guess I guess since we're on Mertens, I guess let's talk Belgium before we get to King Messi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear your opinion on Messi, bro. Uh, okay, so Belgium with 3-0 against Panama. I mean, the beginning of the Belgium-Panama match, the Panamanian captain was crying. Because obviously this is their first time in the tournament, yeah. um, probably the the 
first and last for a while. One would, oh, yeah. one, would one would presume, especially going off the the interview that we had with David, uh, the the Panamanian journalist. He was basically like, "We have no structure. Like we got here way before anyone had planned to." So this for Panama is like the peak of whatever they can do in football at the moment, and. For him to cry here in the national anthem, I was like, okay, whatever Belgium do in this game, I can't count it as, <laughs> you know, this this is evidence for them going to win the World Cup. They were crying before the game. It was almost like we'll, it, 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 they were happy to be there. So I can't then say like, oh, yeah, you you can't, man, you can't. Man. Yeah, man. Like, like basically, be- it's too. It's like it's a training session, man, to see how many. I mean, that's a bit disrespectful. But it okay. was it was just. We can't say, oh, they win 3 0. But, no, but, 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 but Panama tried, man. Give them credit. Panama tried. Panama made it difficult for they, they Belgium. Well. They played well. It was almost, and I, my, my, my little brother came in the room while we were watching the game. Mm. And I, I was basically telling him, like, look, for the first 40 minutes, Panama are going to be living basically off the emotion of the event. And maybe they'll, they'll have cause to like stifle Belgium to a point. But then when you get to 50 minutes, 60 minutes, 70 minutes, because the Belgian players play in the top leagues in the world and they're more conditioned, they have better tactics, one would assume, um, cream rises to the top in some way because mm. their, 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 their fitness levels and their depth would make sure that they, that, that they won the game comfortably. And I think that's what happened. If you saw Lukaku's second goal when he just made that lung-bursting run, found the end, end of the ball, chipped it over the goalkeeper who kind of took himself out, like, I don't think a Panamanian player in that moment of the game would have been able to do that. But because Lukaku plays for Manchester United, he's a top athlete, fit. Mm. That's that's nothing for him to do in 70, 80th minute. Yeah. Um, and I just thought that kind of thing would, would, would help Belgium out at the end of the day. The, the only issue with this group is I wish Belgium and England played first, kind of like how Group B is, where Spain and Portugal played first. Oh, no, that- no, 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 no. I love it the way that it is, because if everything goes to plan, then it's a winner-takes-all who tops the group? I think both teams will want to go into the next round saying, okay, you know what? Let's, I want to, because the weird thing though is that the group H is so crazy that people, and also remember, they want to really know who will finish first or second in group H, but I still think like that it's the last game and it's assuming that both teams go into the game with six points. No, so I then see- it's again like winner takes, so whoever wins this goes top. Because in group H, there's no superpower. I would have liked it better if they played first. There's no inkling of who's going to finish first in Group H. It's not like, oh, Germany's in that group, Brazil's in that group, France mm. is in that group. So you have to avoid them for, yeah. so, so, so that last game means something. The win, the, the first and second of Group H, whether it's Colombia, Japan, Senegal, or Poland, there's not going to be that much variance unless Japan do something crazy. But then mm. again, they, they would deserve to be there based on the three games that they played. So I don't think I, I would. I'd have liked that game to be first, if only for the reason that I gave why I thought Portugal and Spain would would have would have been a good game, just because there's less pressure, I think, when those first games. But then again, I, it's it's cool to have at least one big game stashed away um, yeah. in the group stage. So don't don't waste all of the games, all of the good games in in air quotes first. Okay. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. The- Let me just say one thing real quick. Wait, 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 real quick. If Argentina flop, Messi is retiring for for good. I thought he'd retire after this game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you see him after the game? Just like standing, he didn't move. Like everyone came to him as he was like some kind of king, but he did. He didn't move. Everyone came, shook his hand, gave him a hug, whatever it was. He just stood there, like 
I really messed it up, didn't I? Um, the the match is one one. Argentina gets a penalty. Some might argue it was a penalty. Some might not. If you're biased towards Argentina and Messi, you say it's a penalty. If you aren't, you say it isn't. But it is what it is. The Iceland goalkeeper makes Coca Cola commercials. I mean, did you see his um the Iceland promo for the World Cup? That was a Coca Cola commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. He 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 directed that. So that's his job. Does he play for a club team? Is I'm not, I'm not even, look, a lot of these guys are part-time. The, the, the coach is, is, a, is a dentist. So is it did he, Steven Spielberg or whomever? They could have just put him in there and it would have been the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, basically, <laughs> yeah, like, basically, like, he makes... Documentaries? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, that, that commercial is really good. It goes with the Viking clap, the boom, boom. That was nice. It was a, it was oh, a no, really no, good no, 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 no. Like, yeah. I think I, as far as how it was, like, edited and everything, like... Incredible. No, no, no. It was edited, like, really, really well. Like, he shouldn't really, really be saving well Messi's penalty, though. As good as your commercials can be, bro. No, no, no. But look, Hashtag but look, no excuses. Hashtag no excuses. Because people... Because, again, like, people say that... Higuain's like, fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay, so... Okay, so... How do you blame Sampoli for Messi missing a penalty? You can't. How is that Sampoli's fault? You can't. If it didn't finish that way, you might be able to say, well, Sampoli didn't take Icardi, Dybala's sightseeing he's at the kremlin where is he you know whatever the case could have been you, you might have had an argument like oh the tactics were flawed this and that mm. if it's one one and again in air quotes the best player in the world is stepping up to the spot yeah you're, you're expecting this to go in i i know it's like i think 80 percent of the time penalties go in or whatever but this is meant to be lionel messi like the greatest player in the history of football in some cases if you ask some people no, 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 no. He can't look, miss like, that. He can't miss it. Wait, okay, but do you think if they have a penalty the next game, does he does he take it? I saw somewhere that Aguero has a better penalty conversion rate than Messi. Oh yeah, what? for sure. The last, I can't remember the last time I saw Aguero miss a penalty for Man City. I can't. I can't remember. So, but no, Messi takes penalties, and I'm sure Sam Pauli isn't going to want you know what happened at PSG where Neymar and Cavani were kind of bickering over penalties, and that became yeah. a whole thing. Um, he's just gonna. I'm sure on the whiteboard, it's penalty taken number one, Messi, and if Messi's not in the game, then whoever the striker is, whether it be Higuain or Aguero, I'm sure that's what he writes down. Um, that was just I mean, a know, crazy I, I, moment. I mean, I mean, imagine if Argentina make like a semi-final or a final, and he misses a penalty in a penalty shootout. See, then he's never coming back to Argentina. Then he he'll probably divorce his wife <laughs> um, and and marry someone from like Scandinavia or, or, or somewhere, you know. I mean, I don't like, know what would happen. He'll remove all ties of Argentina and everything. He'll he'll disown his parents and everything. Last time he missed in the Copa America, I believe he got a bunch of tattoos. He dyed his <laughs> hair blonde. He got a beard and he retired. <laughs> if he misses a penalty in the World Cup semifinal or final, I worry about his health. Order for sure. For overall. Sure. And this is the thing that I think – I wish Carl was here because you know how we talk about Champions League versus World Cup. Yeah, these players take this World Cup way, 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 way more important than that's a Champions League final. Because I, I, I was watching that Spain Portugal game; it was the fourth group match, and it felt more important than a champ than the Champions League final that just happened. Yeah, and I was no, watching. No, no, I was no, like, no, "This is what football is." No, 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 you no. Know? Basically, that's what I try to explain to people like Carl and so forth. Who said, "Oh no, no, Champions League is a high school football and everything." The reason why the World Cup is so big is. Look at the fans out there. Put Cristiano for 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 example. Your own fans are Real Madrid buoy. 
Okay. So sometimes if you don't play, your own fans boo you. But when you go to Portugal, there are guys that literally view you as an idol, as a national hero. And you have all of these guys all from Portugal. They know your upbringing. They probably know people of your fam family. They probably know your dad's dad or something. So there is a greater connection to them. And when you just see all of these Portuguese people where all they want you to do is just to do well. They will never even think of booing you. And they're there to support you fully all the way because you're Portuguese. That makes you play harder and, and it, is, it makes you treat it far more important than a bloody game against Real Madrid where it's it's business. Like the whole thing of like like Cristiano doesn't love Real Madrid. That's business. Like for Portugal, this is love. This is this is the real passion. Real Madrid is business. That's why every single team is hard to play because these guys are playing far harder than they will play for their clubs. Because when you're playing for your country and those guys are chanting your name and they're proud for you, they say, "Man, dude, I mean, do this for our country." And you've just sang the national anthem. Physically, mentally, you're just playing at a higher level and you're trying a lot harder than you would for some club where you know however you play you'll still get paid like mm. basically the club is your job but, 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 but for this you're actually doing this for your country so mm. so are we so after the first match week or the first match day are we saying it's ronaldo one messi nil man can we frame honest, it that I'm, way because i'm not, I'm not fun on the whole cristiano <laughs> messi debate but as of right now cristiano has shown up messi like yeah look man i don't want to say this i, I don't even want to entertain this <laughs> But Argentina are playing Croatia next. No, 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 no. Three but, points. Okay, three points. Okay, it has to be three okay, points. Fine, okay, fine. Okay, let's entertain. Okay, okay, boom. Okay, sorry. sorry. We, will, we, we will convene next week. If something crazy happens, we can talk about it then. But don't put that in the atmosphere. I want okay. Argentina to make it. No, 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 no. I've, I've, I've retracted. I've not said anything. <laughs> All right, no, so I mean, I, I know we don't like to engage in the Ronaldo Messi thing, but I think it's Ronaldo won Messi zero. I know people are saying, you know, they each got one point, so it's no, even. Ronaldo won that point. No, 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 look, we, we it has to be discussed. I'm even think I'm, I'm even going to do a video on it. What Cristiano did for Portugal, you've got to put your hands up and be like, bro, that guy showed up. Like, Messi, man, look, I'm, I'm sorry, man, it's like Messi, you had a penalty. To go two one up, and you're shooting against Michael Bay, stroke Steven Spielberg. <laughs> you can't score against Steven Spielberg. Like even you know, you know, they they, they interviewed like like and like I was watching this YouTube thing. They interviewed like an Icelandic fan, and this Icelandic fan said that, wait a minute, you can't like 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 Messi. You're one of the greatest players in the world. You can't even score against Iceland in a penalty. Come on, man. And that's an Iceland fan who's saying saying, wait, what? No, no, look, it was a huge flop. He, look, I told you, I gave him the, the, the brick. I've got to put him under a review. You get you. Oh, you gave him brick over the match, Messi. Oh, yeah, I haven't yeah, yeah, watched yeah, yeah, watch your review. I'll go watch it back. But wow, Messi a brick. I would, I would never conceived that. All right. Okay, so let's kind of run through the rest of these. Russia five, Saudi Arabia zero. Great for the host nation to win. Yeah, great, 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 great stuff. The longer the host nations in the tournament, the better, right? Oh, for sure. Um, and look, man, Russia, Egypt, man, that's a tight one. Salah's back, so we'll see what happens there. Um, what's what's the other result? Peru zero, Denmark one. This is one of those ones where, yeah, I mean, I, I hate using the word deserve because you deserve what you get. Like, there's no football god that say, oh, no, 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 oh, no, no, like no. Denmark deserved Peru the win. played so well and no, Denmark no, didn't no, play as well, no, so therefore no. Peru deserved the three. Denmark no. deserved the win. Denmark got what they got because that's how the game went. But if you just look at the football that Peru played, I'm worried a little bit for France in this next match because 
Peru seemed dangerous, especially when that Guerrero guy. Let me let me be real with you, man. Don't eat. No, stop putting these things in the atmosphere. But go ahead. Peru will cause France a lot of problems. That's what I, I agree. Say. I agree. Because that's French to defense, like Varane and Umtiti don't seem that assured. And with a pair of playing, basically, that's going to be a very wait, is that the, the next game or, or the final game? Yeah, uh, France Denmark is the third game, so France Peru is the second. Okay, all right, yeah, I mean, that's going to be a good game. That PN, oh, very good game, that's going to be a very good game. Oh, ha- you've watched every game so far, pretty much. I mean, like some games I've had to come in while the game was going, but I've pretty much watched at least. A chunk of every game so far. Same, same, same. I've missed like a couple, like the first twenty minutes of maybe. Yeah, two. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I've watched every game. So all everyone else who's watched, let me count: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. If you're fourteen or fourteen, shout out to you guys. <laughs> um, you know, group H is today, um, or yesterday, or whenever you're listening. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday will be yesterday. Yeah. No, 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 no. It'll be t- today. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's today. It's late. Okay, so <laughs> let's just have a just 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 a tiny conversation about the disgrace that has been our continent. Okay, um, now <laughs> each Uruguay beat Egypt, Morocco lost to Iran, Tunisia lost in the ninety-first minute to Harry Kane today, and then no, 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 no. Look, just just skip. <laughs> Just skip them. Yeah. Some team in West Africa that wears green, white, and green. We're, we're trash. Decided, we're trash. you know what? Let's just go we're give trash. Croatia we're a goal. Trash. Stop waffling. We're trash. We're trash. Thank you. <laughs> let's let's give Croatia a couple goals and see what happens. Not good things. Our friend Abdul, who used to do the FT podcast, I don't know if they do it anymore. Mm. Shout out Abdul. He keeps saying African nations can't defend from set pieces. I believe you, bro. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Like Morocco lost on a set piece, Tunisia lost on a set piece, um, Egypt lost on a set piece. Both of Croatia's goals, I guess you can are, are free. Are penalties technically set pieces? I don't think so. No, 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 no. That's that's not a set piece. Yeah, but the the their first goal came from a corner. It's late game. Uh, uh, just excluding Nigeria, which was its own pile of of boo boo. Late game concentration seems to be an issue. Whereas, like maybe it's tiredness, fitness. Obviously, you're playing Uruguay, Iran are no slouches. England are good ish. So, so maybe you can in- include who you're playing in this. But just the fact, like you guys can't put a head on it. What what has been your overall opinion? I guess of just African nations so far in this cup. Like, actually, you know what? It's very simple. I'm putting like, too much pressure on Senegal. Well, as a, as a as a continent, we're putting too much pressure on these boys. No, no, no. I, th- I think for me, it is undue pressure. But I already said before that, for me, I still, and I've said this throughout, the most talented African player is Sadio Mane. Mm-hmm. The most talented African team is Senegal. On paper, Egypt, Tunisia, uh, Morocco thingy, they're just not very talented. Did like Nigeria, Nigeria, like a, a trash. There's no, I mean, the, the talent really isn't there. Uh, I just, if, if I could, sorry to cut you. How have Nigerians reacted on the half of football? I'm, I'm sure they gave you a little bit of stick. Like, in your actually, class. something was very interesting though. Obviously, you know, Kelechi from Aston Fan TV. Mm. I asked him that, like, please, Kelechi, can you give an honest re- review of that per- performance? And then he, he told me to shut up. You, you guys have beef or he's no 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 basically I basically, I basically retweeted saying civil war <laughs> <laughs> and then I then said that 
so you can't give me an honest review of that match. And then he said that he doesn't want to discuss that with me. Basically, off air, I will tell you in, in detail why he won't. But So there's no point in relieving that in, in public. But I just think that there are some Nigerian fans who still want to be positive. And the other Nigerian guys like me who know that this, this team were, were doomed before a ball was, was kicked because the squad is trash, the coach is trash, the football is trash. And I would be surprised if Iceland don't beat Nigeria. I'd I was, be surprised. I was rooting for you guys. I was rooting for you guys. Well, well, don't. <laughs> so. I tried to be an honorary Nigeria, which is a weird place for well, anyone who's well, not Nigerian well, to well, be. Don't, that's, that's, that's beef. No, 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 no. Look, the, the team is crap. The, the team is crap. So. Oh, man. Okay. I mean, just I'm, I've, I've been disappointed so far, but, you know, Senegal, Poland, hopefully they can do something, make me smile. Um, so let's, let's, let's do questions and let's get out of here on these. All right. Sergio Jones asks, is there a better rivalry than Ronaldo and have hope? Um, Duke, Duke, Carolina, Michigan, Ohio State, Arsenal, Tottenham, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Boca Juniors, River Plate. I can think of a lot. I mean, HH Ronaldo isn't really that high on the list for me, but it's it's good, you know. But there's like there seems to be a at least in the last couple of years a, a begrudging respect that you've somehow carved out for him. Mm. <laughs> That's how we're gonna get into that one. Um, Sergio Jones always asks, what does the U.S. need to do to become a legit world power in football and win a World Cup? Actually, give would be the, the, the number one answer. We're financially strong and have 300 million people. To me, I feel we need to develop an identity or something we're known for, i.e. Germany organization, Spain passing Brazil flair. I mean, that's such a long question that someone has probably devoted a podcast to. So I don't know if we're the right people because I don't really care about the United States in any type of way. Um, but I would I would Damn. say I'm, it's just being factual. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, I guess you, you could do something like what Iceland did. I, I would encourage everyone to go read up on what Iceland did to improve their their nation. And maybe America has enough resources to do something like that on some scale. Um, out of 10, how scared is Have Hope about Cristiano's chances of winning a World Cup after that performance against Spain? Two. <laughs> Football god, per usual. Brahimsky, who was super mad on your hangout, man. <laughs> wow, Jesus. That was insane, man. <laughs> How many minutes are in a year? Like, Jesus, man. The two hundred seconds. I think he was right. I was about to say, wow, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> Would you say that Messi being incapable of realizing his capabilities for Argentina fully is down to a mental block of sorts? And have we seen this paralleled in any world-class player of previous generations. I mean, if you want to say that mental block is him being so studied and learned in the Barcelona system that that makes it hard to switch into Argentina, look, maybe look, that's it, a mental block. It's character. It's character. It's, that, it's, it's similar as that. It's, it's character. Like Messi has all the talent in the world, but he doesn't have the character and mentality to be like, okay, man, I, I have to pretty much literally go through mud struggles and sweat to get this win out there so he's got all the talents but sometimes talent isn't enough you need that mentality and 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 the will do you think that's like, what the issue with neymar is um no for me i think the thing I mean, the thing with neymar it's 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 complicated but i think what i've seen from neymar is if you look at all of the previous stars that brazil have had there's been a physicality to them 
I think Neymar lacks a particular physicality that, based on Pele's talent, Romare's talent, thinking talent, they were still very physically tough. So you think he needs to go to the weight room? But that's not in his mentality. I think when, when you look at Neymar, when you look at his Instagram, when you look at what he, he does outside of football and his character and his personality, he would never get weight because that's just not his, his personality. And I think... I mean, I mean no, no I, I agree in a sense, but then I, I think we talk a lot about, you know, at least Carl does, especially when you look at like OG Ronaldo, if you want to call it that. When, when he was at PSV, kind of light, very quick, very nimble, and then he goes to Barcelona, Inter Milan... And then he starts to bulk up a bit, and that ruins kind of his body. And he, I think we were speaking about this in relation to Mbappe, where you're quick, you're light on your feet, don't put on too much weight to where you can't, you know, make those same body movements that wait, make wait, you wait, wait, the, wait, the wait, player that wait. you are. So you say that Ronaldo ruined his football, his, his, his body when he moved to Inter and Barcelona? I can't remember exactly Carl's argument, but I think it is that he his, his body couldn't cope with the movement that it generated because he was too heavy. So I think that was kind of the point. I, I worry that if, if Neymar gets 20 pounds of muscle, will he be able to do the same? Like, yeah, no, moves? No, 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 I don't just, know. No, for me, that's, that's the thing. Is I think, like, no, Neymar, I think that's part of his football. But hence why Brazil need a Ronaldo there. That's why I think ne- Neymar is a good, is, is an important supplement to have. Same thing with like, like, well, like, like Ronaldinho, but Ronaldinho was actually still pretty much physically tough. But I think Brazil are, are missing a tough quality player, mm. like almost like William, but William just doesn't have the ability of like what a Ronaldo or Rivaldo will have. But when you look at William and William's just... issue is that he's not a right winger, he should be playing on the left, but you can't play on the left at Chelsea because Hazard exists, and you can't mm. play on the left at on Brazil because Neymar exists. So then he's forced to cut in on his weaker foot, which makes him not half the player, but, you know, 25% w- w- less of what he should be. Um, and he's not trained as a striker, so you can't throw him up front. So he's not going to give you that kind of goal-scoring prowess. So it's unfortunate that he just plays on teams where there's better left-wingers than him, um, the way the game has changed anyway. So I, I, I guess we can relate that in some way to Messi. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is with Messi in Argentina, man. It's just it's weird. Now, a lot of these you're not going to want to answer, but I'll ask them anyway. I'll ask them in a bunch, all right? Will HH finally admit that Victor Moses is not a good player? All he does is dive and he can't cross or shoot to save his life from Niger boy. For HH, why does Nigeria insist on playing a 4-3-3 when the only time they have looked good in the past few months is 3-5-2? Uh, so I think our guest for the Nigeria interview that we did for the previews. And uh, why wasn't I interviewed? Why, 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 why did he interview? We did the podcast together. Of course, we talked about Nigeria together. Like you had your say on Nigeria to some degree. But <laughs> don't get your teeth at me, bro. But yeah, um, so Deji, for me, he, he, we, we talked about what formation Nigeria should play. And he said he was in favor of 352 because. 4-3-3 too often reverts into 4-5-1, which leaves the striker isolated. So he likes the idea of having two strikers up top. That way there's always at least two people who can play up top. And maybe in some ways you get the continuity of Victor Moses playing in the right wing back position that he plays at Chelsea. You see, I told you, that's why I, I look, man, I can't look, Danny, please. I, I can't, I, I can't, I can't talk about these clans. Like, it's a mess. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's a complete and utter mess. I know this is talking tactics and I know that we can talk that. And I know that, look, four, three, four, four, two or four, three, three is hard now and I judge we play. That's that simple. But the thing about this is this, the players who are picked are trash. So I'm trying to explain to the Nigerians that 
I can give you the best possible tactic. It won't make a difference if the players are trash. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the that's problem. Like, let me rant. Let me rant. There are 200 people, million people in Nigeria. You cannot honestly tell me that those 11 clowns are the best out of the 200 million people in Nigeria. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, I know guys who play on the streets or under the bridge who are, who are, who are better than, than, than those guys that played over there. So the thing about it is that it goes to the manager. Like, Nigeria either need a Nigerian coach or manager or they need a South American or a Dutch. If you have a German manager, that's not going to work because the German manager plays is a balanced way of playing. And Nigeria are an attacking team. That's what their philosophy is. Nigeria are not a balanced team. That's not how Nigerians play for football. So it's poison. The chalice is poison. The chalice is poison. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to question how many times I've heard you say, go under the bridge. <laughs> no, seriously. Go, 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 go. What go kind of the... football is being played under the bridge? This magical bridge that, that you talk about. No, no, no. Um, look, as, a, as an actual Nigerian proper football, not this, like... Nigeria are trying to play like Europeans. You can't play European football better than actual Europeans. I've said the same thing. It's especially like when you get to the semi-final, quarter-final, if you get the round of 16 group stages, like if you play Croatia, like how Croatia plays, Croatia's going to beat you because Croatia is Croatia. Of course they are. You know? That's just simple logic to me. My, my yeah. only question is, why play Mikel as a number 10? I know in the past when he came up in the under-17 or under-21 World Cups, whatever it was, he was this attacking player. He should have gone to Manchester United when he went to Chelsea. Mourinho made him a DM, whatever the case may be. This is 2018. Mikel's career has been what it's been. Why is he playing number 10? Why can't you move him into the hole along with Ndidi and then get another attacking player, maybe a Musa, well, maybe an Ian Nacho? Because he's the captain of the team. and Then do what's best for the team. I don't know. I'm telling you what is. I'm not telling you what should be. I'm telling you just what as is. As I said, I was watching the game as a Nigerian fan. Like, why don't y'all do this? Let's talk about something different. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Is this the most open competitive World Cup you can remember? Yes. And can an underdog like Mexico, Iceland, Colombia go all the way to the final? Ooh, no. That's, that's a push. This has been super entertaining after the first week. No, no, no. It's, it's very open, but I think eventually... Cream you'll, rises. You'll get the, the usual suspects in the semifinals. Um, forward always says, P.S. Have hope you bottled that hangout worse than those Nigerian supermodels versus Croatia. Yo, can we talk about how Nike used black Twitter and Nigerian Twitter specifically to gas people into buying those shirts, knowing that they would crash out of the group stage, but they got their money anyway? This was a plan from Nike. They could have given that shirt design to any other country, but they knew black people and black Twitter specifically were going to go eight for those shirts. I see you, Nike. You can't trick me. I know, I know what you did with those shirts. I know what you did. Clowns, man. They're, they're, they're good-looking shirts, but, I mean, if you're not going to get to the No, it's, no, it's, no, it's, no, it's, no, it's not. I don't, I don't want to see that shirt ever because that shirt is now linked to trash. Because you know what that shirt is? That shirt is now linked in to a bunch of clowns who couldn't That's get That's the problem the with stage. good shirts, is that if, if you crash out in the group stage, that shirt's not going to be reminded as a good shirt. It's going to be, yo, they wore that when they lost to Croatia, to Iceland, to whomever. So yeah, y'all got to get some points. Now, moving on, moving on swiftly. Um, isn't it better to start steady and build up momentum over the course of a tournament rather than peak early? Yes, I would say. I, I I don't want to start out seven zero eight zero and then go downhill. I like win by a goal, win by two, then you 
just steadily get better with minor mm. improvements here and there. Um, but I mean, if you can do it, if you can go five nil, six nil, eight nil, then win all your, all the games in the knockout by all means. But I don't think that's a realistic expectation for any nation. Okay, two questions left, and then we can get out of here. So far, no team has gone out and played like a favorite. Does this mean a team like Croatia, Mexico, or God willing, Poland can make a deep run? This is a similar question, and potentially reach a semifinal. Now, semifinal, I think we might see a team that hasn't been in a semifinal. I think that might be something. Getting to an actual final? Nah. No, semifinal? No, no, no. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. Um, Boris Mason also says, P.S. Outstanding coverage of all the World Cup groups. Guys, well done. Thank you. That's more other people's doing than my own. Um, just thank you to everybody. Oh, Don't be so humble, man. No, humble, no, I'm being true. Humble, like, humble people finish last. Humble people finish last. <laughs> I'm being honest in the in the sense that, yeah, I asked people to come on and help us out, but nobody has to say yes to me or us, you know? Like, you didn't even have to say yes to do in the podcast. That's why I'm grateful that we do this, because, like, nobody has to talk to me or you or anyone, you know? So the fact that people showed us love and were willing to come on and help us out, I really, really appreciate it in that way. All right, last question. Hashtag no excuses. Hashtag we live football. Any of the results have you guys properly questioning some earlier predictions, or should we all be patient and take the first round with a pinch of salt? Pinch of salt and pepper. The amount of times in those interviews I asked who's going to win the World Cup, I heard Germany at least of the 31, I'd say maybe 15, 20 times. I never said it. I was never one of those ones that said it. Anyone. This is very Skip Bayless of you to evade picking a team. That way you can't be wrong in the event that you would have been oh, no, wrong. No, 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 but I specifically said that Germany... No, come on. I, I was always saying oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, credit, credit, credit. You get credit. You get credit, I guess, but we don't know yet. But I remember you said, you know, they're too good to win. So yeah. um, should we rethink anything over the first week, though? I, I Give it another game before we start jumping under the window of England's nice, Argentina are trash, you know, Spain are going to do this, Portugal are do that. Like, give it one more game at least. Let's let's have a maximum of six points before we start jumping out the windows. That that would be my opinion. So I say take most of these with the with a pinch of salt. But see, after two rounds, then we kind of get a better picture of what things are happening. I need two rounds first. Then, then we can really get a bigger picture. Of All right, the... so I, I guess we can close these out with what team has impressed you the most? I'll, I'll say it so you don't have to. I think Nigeria has been the most disappointing team after the first have match. They? Wait, wait, no, 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 no. That's wrong. D- disappointing is where you feel, okay, this team, no, come on, is it the most disappointing? Germany? Are we saying Germany was the most disappointing? For me, to be honest, it's between Germany and maybe even Portugal. But I think I would say, no, for me, I would say Germany. Interesting. Like, Mexico really opened them up. Like, I didn't think Germany would get that opened up that badly by Mexico. The worst team has been Nigeria, 100%. The most disappointing team has been uh, Germany, I would say. Okay. Uh, most impressive player? Do you have someone in mind who's really impressed you? I mean, obviously, we have, you know, the, the Golovin um, kid from, from Russia. We have Lozano from Mexico. For me, it's between, it's between I, I would say, three people have impressed me. Isco, Marcelo, Rashford. My three impressive players, I would uh, definitely Lozano. Um, I remember Cesar Hernandez. He told me about him. I was like, who's someone we should look out for? He was like, PSV, Chucky Lozano. I was like, all right, we'll see what happens. Great game. Alexander Golovin, that first game with the assists, with the uh, with the free kick goal, tremendous. Mm. Ronaldo, man, I got to give him his credit where credit's due. To get that hat trick, open play, penalty, free kick, the way that free kick went in, I don't think we should ever expect greatness in that way. 
And and for him to do that on that stage with the world watching, um, credit to Ronaldo, man. So he's my guy for the first week with those other two included. Match day one of the World Cup. Uh, yeah, I'm at Daniel to look. Have hope. Where can the people find you in your previews, reviews, all that stuff? Tell the people. Find your kid, your boy at Half Hope Hot. Halfhopefootballhot.com. Yes, sir. Um, you can find us again at Talking Tactics on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, SoundCloud, if I didn't say that one already. Um, if you're on iTunes, subscribe, leave a review. We'll read it on the show when the World Cup's over, I guess. And, yeah, Carl's at Anchorman616 as well, so go follow him. He was on the Totally Football Show, so check that one out as well. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you guys next Tuesday, man. Hopefully we get some more good games. And, uh, yeah, sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Talking tactics. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.